Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of the S-Cubed Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Steve Sales, joined by a few guests today. I'm joined by my good friend, Joe DeSena. Joe, how's it going? I'm doing well. Excited to be here. Drew, Drew Mavesi. Also a pleasure to be here. <laughs> and then recurring guest, Nick Marola. Always an honor. All right, I, I've been requested by Joe to pull up a tweet for everybody that will help illuminate the discussion of the podcast. Is Zack Snyder spelled with a K or an H? To the K. Okay, thanks. It's, I'm pretty sure it's a CH, but I have no idea. I think you're wrong. No, it is no, with a K. K. It's a K. Dang. Uh-huh. Okay, so Zack Snyder tweets out, this is real, hashtag release the Snyder cut, and then he puts up a picture with the Justice League logo, and it says Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, Okay. You see it? Yeah, I, I do see that. That, uh, that looks pretty real. You, you would think. You would think. Yeah. So I would like to first just get everyone's initial reactions of the Snyder Cut. You can start with – we'll start with Nick. How, Nick, how do you feel about this? I mean – Gut feeling. Like, this is no surprise. We knew this was coming. Did we? We knew this was coming. I mean – you have to have faith in these kind of things. And I know I did. <laughs> I believed that one day the Snyder Cut would see the light of day. And, you know, I think we got the last laugh at all of those uh, Snyder Cut haters. Like me. Yeah, like you. <laughs> all right, Drew. You don't Drew. like the Snyder Cut? Uh, we'll get into oh, it. I, I don't boy. inherently have a problem with the Snyder Cut, but the, the implications surround You denied it. Whatever. You Drew denied it was what real. Do what do you think? Well, I'm also very excited because you know it's it's been it's been a roller coaster of emotions throughout these years, you know. <laughs> Just like the initial hype, the downplay, the sadness. The downplay. Then like you get all these people saying it's gonna happen, it's not gonna happen. You get all the celebrities, you get Jason Momoa saying it's gonna happen, then it dies down. Next thing you know, Gal Gadot saying it's gonna happen and the other guy Ray Fisher saying it's gonna happen. And then it didn't happen. But now it's going to happen. So, you know, like, how could you not be excited? I can't describe to the people that are listening to this the joy that is being displayed by three other faces on my screen right now. <laughs> They're all so happy. Joe, wh- what are your thoughts? Now that you know it's real, what are your thoughts? Okay, if you would have asked me this a year ago, I would have said it's not real. Like, or a day ago. This, this, when people say release the Snyder Cut, they think that just means that they're just going to release it like that. But all the, like the, you know, the CGI is not finished and it's not edited all together and all that. So the Snyder Cut's not real. But now that they're talking about that they have like a, a $30 million budget or $20 million or $20 something. Million. $20 million. $20 million budget to finish the movie. It's, you know, I, I guess it's, it's real. It's, I mean, I can't, you know. Um, it, it's I, interesting to hear you guys say this just because I, I, I was a staunch believer that it was never going to see the light of day I, like, I did not think so either because like you know like what, what is the point of re- releasing it you that, know what I mean that's my exact question like the, originally I was like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense because they're, none of the effects are finished like we don't know how much of the story they had to change all this stuff like mm-hmm. it was going to be too, way too much money to put into it 
for something that probably wasn't going to get them as much as in return. So I guess I, I struggled with the idea that anyone was going to care enough to actually finish it. And now it is finished. I, I still don't think any of my questions are really answered as to why, but whatever. Yeah. I, 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 that's what the people what, wanted. What, why don't we, I, I would like to save that for last actually, like kind of why this is happening. But so I, I guess just to, to begin, I, I wanted to talk about Snyder's previous DC movies just because I fit. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it's probably better if we talk about his overall body of work and how, to, how that would relate to the new Justice League or whatever you want to call it. So the true Justice League. It's not. just a Justice League. Okay. All right. So I, never mind. Well, I, I guess we, why don't we, we start with Man of Steel. Drew, how did you feel about Man of Steel? I actually really liked it. Like, I remember... I mean, I'm basing all these, like, judgments off of, like, Instagram posts that I saw online at, like, 12 a.m. on, like, the Explore page. But, like, I remember everyone was, like, a lot, well, I mean, everyone, but, like, a lot of people were, like, they didn't like it because it was, it was, like, he he killed Zod at the end. Spoiler alert. But, (laughs) like, he just, like, snapped his neck and stuff, and it wasn't, like, the happy Superman that everyone was used to. But, like, I thought it was a really interesting take. And it really, sh- like, showed off, like, the the moral dilemmas that he had to face. Okay. Nick, what what do you think? I mean, I haven't seen it in its entirety since probably its release. I've seen, like, bits and pieces since then. But I remember enjoying it at the time. Things like, I believe, him crashing through an IHOP maybe were a little <laughs> out there. But I remember, like, you know, thoroughly enjoying it. I'd have to watch it again to have, like, you know, a genuine take now but i think i'm genuinely pro or generally pro man of steel all right mr notes to senna how did how did you feel <laughs> um, man of steel? well i i enjoyed it i was like i was like uh, 12 or 13 when it came out or something like that you know what i mean so then i enjoyed it now looking back on it it's it's still enjoyable it hits all the Superman stuff, you know, his origins, uh, you know, growing up, uh, discovering his powers and stuff. But there it's, it gave us something new. You know what I mean? We got to see more of Krypton. We, um, and which was enjoyable, but I'll be honest, I don't know if it was necessary. Um, but it, it did some things with the, you know, the Superman, uh, more i guess and uh changed not not always changed it but um like a big thing is that i was i wasn't sure how i felt about it was how the kents wanted him to hide his powers um you know when he saved the school bus of children or uh, the one i thought was just i was not a fan of um him not saving his dad from the tornado uh, some stuff like that, um, but overall, I really i I enjoyed it. I like the direction they took it. Yeah, I, a banger of a soundtrack. I, yes, absolutely. Yes, um, I, I actually thought that was going to be a much more divisive uh, reaction in, the, in this room here than we ended up getting. I love Man of Steel. Like, I I would say, in terms of if like my favorite comic book movies, I would put Man of Steel up there with. Dark Knight, like the last couple of Avengers movies. Like, I really, really, really like Man of Steel. 
Uh, for me, I'll be honest, I'll, I place uh, Superman 2 with Christopher Reeves and maybe Superman 1 with Christopher Reeves over Man of Steel. But okay. that might I, just I, yeah. be nostalgia. Because I watched those when I was like little. But it's, Man of Steel definitely brought something that I've never seen in another Superman. Like the action was fantastic that's, that's exactly what i always say i say they have the best fight scenes in any superhero movie it's 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 Love that's those. not a competition it's definitely man of steel i um, just i really liked that it was like a, a very modern like it, it was very much about like how would superman work in today's society mm-hmm. and i think they did a really good job of trying to modernize that for everybody not like i don't think there's anything inherently wrong with him being a little darker or just like not as like Boy Scoutish. Oh Especially, God! Yeah, they, um, like I, they they were definitely. I don't know when this was coming. I like the timeline is a little muddy for me, but like it definitely feels like they were pulling a bit from the New Fifty Two with, uh, you know, like a younger, you know, younger Superman, Superman that didn't know what he was doing. Like you said, not the Boy Scout, the one that's a bit more reckless. Yeah, and like that and i don't think like he was certainly a little bit darker just because of the time he was in but i don't think it was like all dark like it, it was very much pointing to like he's supposed to be like this this beacon of hope in the world that he's living in today like and he's still trying to figure out how to get there like i don't think there's anything inherently wrong with deviating a little darker or doing things a little bit differently like I, I don't know would you guys agree with me like i see i feel like that's one of the biggest criticisms of batman vs superman and man of steel that like it's it's too dark like it's not it's not close enough to what the original source material is trying to convey. Like, is there something wrong with that? Or? I don't think so. I mean, they might've gone a little too far with all the Jesus allegories. I feel like <laughs> they, maybe they, they got the point across a bit earlier than they thought they did. I don't know. But I, the I don't point across in the dark. trailer. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I thought it was like probably about the right amount. What do you think, Joe? Well, I didn't think it was that bad, but like for going back to man of steel, um basically what i saw was like I mean, a lot of the characters were like just defending like what their morals were so like the whatever clark's kent dad's name is i forgot his name John. um his whole thing was like hide your powers and like he died protecting what he like he valued you know he's like don't show your powers it matters that much that i'm gonna die and then you had like Zod, who had his morals, who was like, hey, we got to save our species. And he died for his morals. But then Superman had to make the cho- choice between do I save, do I protect like my morals or do I adapt to Zod's morals and save my whole species? So I thought like the whole pull between that was a really interesting take. I'm sure it's been done before. I, I just haven't, I don't remember the old Superman movies that much. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, no, this was this was uh, Man of Steel was a bit more different than because like in Superman two with Christopher Reeve, Zod Zod was just a bad guy. There's there you know what I mean. He was just a bad dude. But in in Man of Steel, I don't think Zod is inherently evil. You know what I mean. He just has his morals, and since you know we're human, we think he's the bad guy when. You know, if he saved his entire species, he'd be hailed as a hero. You know what I mean? 
You know, I feel but like we're kind of we're kind of approaching Thanos did nothing wrong territory. <laughs> but yeah, he was gonna uh, wipe out humanity. What was that? He was gonna wipe out humanity. He, yes, he was. He was about to wipe out a whole species of people. Um, to make a new species of people. Well, they do look like. I, I still think he. I think I. I. I think he's in the wrong. I just. I just want that clear. But uh. No, nobody's okay. accusing you of encouraging genocide, Joe. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, but so, like, generally, like, you, you guys like Man of Steel, though? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid. It's not a masterpiece, but it's solid. Okay. Um, I'm going to save Joe for last game for this one. Why, uh, why don't we talk about Batman vs. Superman now? Nick, what, what were your thoughts? <clears throat> Sorry. What were, what were your thoughts on Batman vs. Superman? A lot of it. It's really, really, really dumb. But it definitely had some really cool moments. So, like, you know, the Batman fight scene. And if they committed to the Superman dying ending, that would have been cool. But they had the, you know, dust flare up, which I didn't really like. And, you know, like, they did the characters well. It's just like, you know, it was a bit overpacked with Doomsday and Wonder Woman and... You know, I feel like a lot of unnecessary things for one movie. Yeah, that's fair. Right, Drew, what do you think? Um, like it had a lot of potential, but like comparing it to like the animated Batman versus Superman, like that was it, it had nothing on the animated one. The animated one was amazing, but like because um, like one are you referring to? They have an animated um Batman versus Superman. Uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Oh, I, think, oh, I don't know. It's it's yeah. really good though. I think yeah, it's two parter, right? Yeah, it's uh, that's part two, I believe. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's it's amazing. Like it make it puts this one to shame so badly. But um, I remember there were supposed to be two fight scenes between Batman and Superman, and there was supposed to be like one where like Batman just gets obliterated by Superman, and that's what like draws him to like use the kryptonite. Which would have probably helped the story a lot better. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been as like rushed, but and then like this is concept art, so you can't really go off of it. But they were gonna have the I forgot the guy, but whoever was in the wheelchair, he was gonna turn into Metallo. What? Which yeah, it was gonna be kinda cool. But like it would have been too much anyway, because they had a lot going on at the moment. Okay. So all right. And then Joe, what what do you got for me? So, I mean, this is, this is one where I actually took some pretty good notes. So, <laughs> all right, hold on a second. Um, what time is it? Okay, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors, and then we'll come back. All right, we're back. Joe, thoughts so, on Batman versus Superman? Batman versus Superman. So, um, I think it did. It's it's not complete trash like a lot of people say, but because it, there were some highlights, like uh, a ton of the Batman scenes were fantastic. Um, you can fight me on this, but I think so far Ben Affleck is the best live action Batman. Totally agree with you. I think I, it's you know, the bail over him. Well, they uh, were two different fair. characters. That's true. Like, 
Yeah, I... Like, Christian Bale was more of, like, a modern Batman with, like, just, like, him being a vigilante kind of guy without, yeah. like, superheroes existing, whereas, like... Ben Affleck seemed more like the 90s type of Batman. Like, he's 90s. more of, like... True to the character, ben Affleck was in more of a, a universe where there's, like, actual people with powers, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's why I say he's the best live-action Batman. You know what I mean? Because that's, you know, that's... When I think of Batman, that's the kind of thing I think of. Uh, Christian Bale was just like that's like an action hero almost you know what I mean I would he just agree. happens to be Batman but that's besides the point um uh the only thing that I am angry I will say I will say angry is that Batman definitely killed people in this movie okay I know yeah, they came I out I don't have an issue like, with that I do I I 100% do okay and I know Zack Snyder came out and was like, oh, you guys are like just living little kid dreams or whatever. Batman kills people. <laughs> I, I, that, uh, to be honest, that's one of the reasons I did not want to see the Snyder cut because I, I didn't know what he was going to keep doing. But um, to go on, um, I think that Wonder Woman was also cast. She casted well, you know what I mean? Um, and I also think that they showed her enough where I wanted to see her own solo movie, which was nice. Um, the Batman versus Superman fight was definitely underwhelming. It was, it, it could have been so much better. You know what I mean? Um, there were, there were definitely some really cool moments. Um, their initial like meet where they stand face to face was cool, but the whole thing was not great. Um, I'm not gonna bring up the Martha thing, but Martha, uh, Martha. It's I do have to say it was blown out of proportion, <laughs> but it was also really stupid. I would agree. Um, the Doomsday fight was there were parts that I that I did like, but overall I have to say I did not like it. It it didn't it didn't do the like the the original story justice like superman stabs him with a kryptonite spear that you know they're supposed to you know double punch knockout you know what i mean i want i wanted to see that bare knuckles brawl i you know what i mean um but overall um i have to say that the tone was the same as man of steel which was nice so I, we weren't like flip-flopping like uh, some other movie if you you know <laughs> uh, but yeah but besides that um, I have to say I don't watch Batman v Superman that often um, I do watch you know movies that I like <laughs> again and again and that's it's BVS just isn't one of them okay um just have, have any of you guys watched the like the i think they called it the ultimate edition like the the extended cut of batman vs superman i have not i no. Uh, no i haven't okay. i heard it was just like 30 extra minutes of so nothing i i will i'm gonna i'm gonna disagree with you there actually i i will preface this by saying i actually i enjoyed batman vs superman a lot like it definitely has like some flaws uh lex luther can be a little weird depending on how much Jesse Eisenberg you're willing to put up with. I, I, I guess I didn't have a huge problem with it, but like the, the Jolly Rancher thing was a little weird. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Grandma's I mean, jar. That was great. 
Um, I think like the uh, the cinematography that Zack Snyder did. Zack Snyder always does a pretty good job with stuff like that. Like it, it was enough of a spectacle where I was really willing to just kind of take all that in and live with some of the issues it may have had. But the upon watching the Ultimate Edition, like it made me realize there were a lot of gaps that weren't filled in the regular cut of the movie that made some things make a lot more sense once you finally saw them. Like there was more stuff fleshing out the, uh, the wheelchair guy and the, the military stuff going on and like the desert, all that stuff. And it made me realize how like insanely bloated that movie was. Mm. Like there's just way too much stuff going on. And that's what kind of worries me about the Snyder cut is I, I feel like Zack Snyder struggles on a consistent basis to write a plot that doesn't have a million things going on that don't need to be going on at the same time. Well, the idea of the Snyder, he was going to do five films. He was going to do the Superman, Batman versus Superman, and then three Justice League movies. Right, right. I remember that. So they was all going to get incorporated. But I do get what you're saying. I feel like if maybe he actually achieved his goal, it might have been like really cool if they were all connected somehow. But since he hasn't, we just kind of got like a bunch of stuff thrown in our faces that just won't ever really get connected like the dream scenes and stuff yeah well, which this, when first watching was like really confusing I, I guess like the stuff like the dream scene like the stuff that was laying the groundwork for future films i didn't like i, I was fine with that like I, I was cool with them just kind of showing us some stuff to get ready for future movies but there were just kind of like the side stuff like the 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 mafia or whatever it was that batman's fighting like some of that stuff like I just, I don't know if he can make a story that is, that can be condensed into a, a viewing time that like regular audience goers are going to enjoy on a regular basis. Like I, I, like, I really like Batman vs Superman, but I totally get why people like did not like it because there was just so much stuff. Um, yeah. Okay. So um, I, I just, I, ha I do have to say this. Like Drew, uh, Drew said that he was he was supposed to do three Justice League movies, and I think if he was given the chance, which I I guess he is now, to flesh out the story in the way he wanted to, it might have made the payoff of Batman v Superman feel more impactful, and looking back on it, be a more uh, not as hated. You know what I mean? Like, it would have just been seen as a misstep instead of garbage. But, you know, now, then they went and said, no, you have to do it in one movie instead. And then everything changed. Right. Okay. So, I, I, I'd like to move to the, the Snyder Cut stuff now, if you guys are cool with that. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. So, I, I'm trying to figure out how to word this properly. Um, so... I, I'm totally blanking on how I want to say this. So the Snyder Cut is supposed to be, I, I just laying the groundwork for people that don't know the full situation. So they're getting, they're getting a $20 million budget to do all the effects and everything. Like the, it, it will be a largely finished movie. And I think they, they said it's either going to be four hours or it's going to be like six. It, it's going to be like a mini series split up into like six parts or something like that. So again, part of the thing I was like, I don't know if Zack Snyder can tell a story that's not like super expanded. Here you go. Like the mother of all expanded stories. Um, I guess how much like the, I, I, I hear a lot of people saying, oh, like Darkseid's going to be in this or Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, stuff like that. Like, I guess how much do you guys realistically think can be that much different 
from the plot. Like it was like, do, do you guys think that like Zack Snyder was really able to put that much of the, that stuff into the movie and then that all ended up getting cut? Like just, I, I guess just to me, like seeing what we got, I don't know how we're going to be able to get all the stuff people say was in the movie in addition to what we already have. Drew, do you want to go first on that one? Yeah, sure. Um, well, like I, from what I remember, the Green Lantern was supposed to be like an end credit scene. And then Martian Manhunter was supposed to be, um, I forgot the actor, but oh, he, the was, general, he was right? in, yeah, the general, he was in like, I think two of the films. And then it was like, it was set up pretty good. I think, I think they could do it. I don't think it'll be like as like intense as everyone might think it might be, but I think it was supposed to just like build like his other films, like build up to the, the later films and then gradually just like expand the idea. But it'll be definitely be interesting. Joe, what about you? Um, well, like I, I had no idea that Martian Manhunter was originally, you know, supposed to be in the movie that, um, I did hear like some theories that, uh, you did, um, like, like in the trailer when Green Lantern was talking, not Green Lantern, sorry. Uh, Alfred said, oh good, you made it just in time. He was talking to Green Lantern or Superman or something crazy like that um i i really have no idea how much is going to be different um it could it could be a lot i heard that uh joss whedon that that's the right guy right yeah yep. yeah i heard that he like rewrote like 30 percent of the movie or something which is like i guess a ton so um they Batman made jokes <laughs> Yeah. That killed the whole movie. I, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with Batman being funny sometimes. They marveled him, bro. Yeah, they literally marveled him. I mean, the best I, part about the Justice League movie was when they um, had the credits for Joss Whedon. It was the guy that said, I tried, with the, the sign that said, I tried. <laughs> I, I guess I just, like, I think sometimes Batman gets a little too stoic. Like, yeah, but, like, for the Snyder version of him. Wasn't consistent with what we had seen. Okay, it, yeah, it was not right. consistent. That's, that's totally fair. You're right. I should have thought about that more. That's um, I like like I I brought up before. Uh, uh, BVS and Man of Steel had the same tone. So even though uh, Batman v Superman wasn't as great, it still felt like the same move, the same uh, story progression. But Justice League just felt out of place, and I think that. Uh, Snyder's cut is gonna be more in line with you know his movies yeah I guess that that's the thing like I was certainly I, I did not want the Snyder cut to come out because I, I was kind of I, I, I did not want it to come out for a very long time because I was just kind of I was sick of the discourse you. surrounding it release and the Snyder cut I just like there was already so much talk going around it. I would rather have just let it die out than let it flare up again. Because I guess I just don't understand like what like what happens when this movie comes out. Like if it's good, like what cha- like I don't understand what cha- if it's bad, then all the the nonsense is just going to spring up again about oh Snyder sucks, blah blah blah, like all that. 
And then if it's good, all the Snyder fans are going to be, see, he's a genius. Like, and then everyone's going to complain about the movie we got, but nothing's going to, like, are, are people expecting, like, something's going to change? Like, is the movie universe back on if this works? Like, what do you think, Nick? I think that the people who are, like, kind of already Snyder detractors are going to hate it regardless of, like, what's changed in the movie. And the people that love Snyder are going to, like, love all the changes and call him a genius, like you said. And then the people in between will be like, no, it was all right. I feel like most people have already made up their minds on this movie, like, regardless of what it actually is. Yeah, I think you're going to get out of it, like, what you already feel about it. And I as far think- as I'm concerned, it can only get better. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, at the very least, like, we'll have cool visuals. Like, I don't have any faith that the story is not going to be a jumbled mess, given, like, all of his other movies. But the one thing that he can do is have, like, you know, cool shots and stuff like that so i am looking forward to it yeah so um sorry joe go ahead sorry uh so uh, like you were saying before um it's like what are they are they gonna say oh just the first the, the original justice league isn't canon anymore or you know what i mean are they gonna make this new one i i don't see what the point of releasing the snyder cut is are they doing it hopefully make some money back are they just trying to please the fans and i like you said nick i think everybody's already made up their mind and um and i have to say um i i do want to see it i do want to see what he had planned because i think it it sucked that he didn't get to finish the story the way he wanted to but i i don't think i'm gonna like it anyway because i I like I said before, I did like Man of Steel and Batman v Superman um, as their own movies. I, I liked them as the movie, as a movie. You know what I'm saying? But I did not like them as a Superman movie or a, a Batman and Superman movie because I don't, I don't feel like he was representing the characters like how I read them, and I I don't know how he was going to. Uh, you know, do that in Justice League too, uh, or Justice League as well, I should say. What do you guys think of Batman being just like introduced into a movie without having his own movie beforehand? I was actually okay with that. I think seeing Spider-Man in Civil War helped me a little bit with that. Like, I think that those guys are at least famous enough where even the com- the common fan that like doesn't like read a ton of stuff or like follow everything heavily, like they they already know what they need to know. Like they, they even yeah. show, they showed us Martha Wayne dying again, but like <laughs> they, they didn't even have, like, they didn't have to do that even. The slow-mo pearls. Right. <laughs> like, like everyone, everyone kind of already knows who he is. Like, I, I don't think you could do that with the flash necessarily, or like cyborg. Like they might've, they might've jumbled that up a little bit, but I think with a character like Batman, I think, or wonder, wonder woman, even, I think it's kind of acceptable. I don't, I don't know if you would agree with me or not Drew, but. No, that's true. No, especially with um, you brought up a good point with the Flash and Cyborg. Like, they had a whole storyline get cut for the when Whedon took over, and like there's a bunch of scenes like Iris West was supposed to be in this, and like I saw that a clip, ton actually. of characters that would have explained like like a Cyborg had the worst introduction ever. Like yeah. it was, it was bad. 
and then they uh, just kind of they fixed him at the end but it was just it was not great especially if you didn't know anything about him so uh yeah i have to say i do um i that that is one of the reasons i want to watch the snyder cut is uh i'm i'm a huge flash fan and i do i like cyborg so i'm excited to see some of my favorite characters you know uh you know in a live action capacity like this but um but like uh drew said that in the original cut that it just was not they were not introduced well um like uh cyborg i just i didn't really care he was kind of mopey you know what i mean i like he's like all of a sudden i i to be honest i'm thinking right now i don't even know how he got turned into a uh, a cyborg Um, yeah that's true they they didn't they no, didn't they show that happened. They just had it as like an end scene when they had like the computer clip. They just showed yeah. him like the background. They never really. Yeah, like I I'm, I'm almost positive that it's like the same as uh, the New 52 Justice League origin, which I think was done well and made me care about him, you know, being turned into a cyborg. But they just didn't make me care about him in this movie i would have loved to see human cyborg he not sorry human vic stone turned into cyborg and stuff like that yeah so I, sorry nick Go sorry ahead. to interrupt but while we're on topic i i heard that they're doing reshoots like with some of the actors to like get these scenes will ezra miller be there <laughs> oh, after he heart. choked out a fan is he canceled or is he going to be in the Snyder Cut in additional scenes. He's probably got to be canceled, right? I don't think so, honestly. I think he's going to be in it. I don't think so. I I guess here's what I would say. It it wouldn't surprise me if they let him do this movie because he's already in it. But then if they decided to recast him or something for a future movie, (laughs) I would not be surprised by that. Real quick. This is a a super kind of side tangent. I just saw today that uh, the actress for Batwoman is already leaving after one season and oh, they yeah. are recasting her. That's tough. So that's, I didn't watch it, so I, it's I don't care, the, but that's just, that's just kind of sucky. That's what the kids call not ideal. Yeah. So anyway, back to Ezra Miller coming back or not. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's a lot of conjecture for us to talk about when we're not exactly plugged in insiders or anything yeah um, this is all just like uh, speculation i, I guess after, sorry joe sorry but uh after seeing um the fan outcry for james gunn to come back for guardians 3 and disney giving in i i don't think warner brothers is gonna i think they're just not going to talk about it for a year or so and then once they decide to start uh production on the flash i don't think anybody is going to care because that'll be a year and a half ago or something you know they could always just say that they didn't they didn't like cast him and they just had all this extra footage of him Mm, they could do that that's true we'd never know (laughs) um i guess so i one more quick point before i get to my last thing i i guess the Mm -hmm. 
the idea that oh my god i totally forgot my next point was gonna be um the idea that they're having actors come in to shoot more scenes actually makes me feel better going into this because it seems like they actually really want this to be kind of its own thing um like i'm going into this thinking it's going to be better than what we got simply because it's going to be more consistent in in its overall tone and message because i mean you can kind of tell when you watch justice league that it's it's very much like three different movies kind of spliced into one like I would, I would imagine if you were okay with Snyder movies before this, I think that this could actually be a reasonably enjoyable film. Um, it's a man denied his vision. Like, like I, I didn't want this to come out, but now that it's going to come out, like I'll watch it. Like now, now that we're finally here, I guess you know whatever. Um, so I guess I, I have one more question for you guys before we head out, and it's just with with actually, the idea. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to th- throw everything off, but I have a question. Is um, with the Snyder Cut coming out and a speculation, let's just say they're like, okay, the Snyder Cut is now the canon Justice League. Oh, this and... is 100% what my question was about to be, but go ahead. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Steve. No, go ahead. Is, go ahead. How do you think that the tone of Justice League and the tones of movies like Aquaman and Shazam are going to be, you know what I mean? Like, okay, that's not think, my question, but I get what you're saying. Sorry, how do you think you it'll? Yeah, sorry, but like, how do you think it'll affect the rest of like the movies in the universe moving forward? I don't, I don't really think it'll do too much, just because I think that like that type of tone for these types of movies is very much like relegated to guys like Zack Snyder. Like, I think most other people want to make a superhero film that's a bit uh, cheerier. Like, and, and we've seen, I mean, the last, how many movies, I mean, we saw Aquaman and Shazam were very, very well received critically. And they were, you know, much, much different in tone and all that than the other two. Like, I, I would assume that they would probably want to keep that type of tone moving forward, especially considering how divisive the other tone was beforehand, even if guys like us might like that a little bit more. We, I think they can blend it too, because like, Shazam's character is literally a kid, so like, of course he'd be a little more cheery. And then like, even though Aquaman was like pretty cheery, there were some like intense scenes as well. So I feel like it it could blend really well if they do it right, if that would happen. But it'd definitely be interesting if they like decided to continue with it. Nick, what do you think? I think, I mean, I agree with Drew. I mean, they're not going to make Shazam Man of Steel style. They're not going to have him, like, snap anyone's neck. They're going to kill the rock. God. Yeah, I don't think much is going to change in that realm, but I could see So maybe in, like, a team-up movie it could be more okay, dark. So that's actually kind of segueing into my, my final question for you guys. Like, now that we're, we're going to have a, a slightly more definitive version of, like, the this team-up and shared universe, like, Going forward, would you rather see DC make more standalone movies like they've been doing, kind of have things like breathe on their own, or would you rather things be more connected a la the MCU, kind of like what they were trying to build towards before? Drew, we'll start with you. Um, I mean, on one hand, like standalone films are pretty nice on their own because like they don't have to really conform to everything from outside, like outside other stuff 
but I think they could actually do maybe both, like have standalone films, but also have a main story as well. Because that way they could like keep things one way, but also like add to the main story. If that's possible, but I'm not really sure. Okay, Nick, what about you? I honestly have no idea. Like, I feel like the standalone films have been working pretty well for them. I don't know if they want to even commit to a shared universe at this point in time, given, you know, the reception last time. Right. But I could see them easing back into it if the Snyder Cut is well-received, which I kind of doubt it will be. But... Maybe if they did, like, standalone, like films in a shared universe where like they didn't have like a justice league movie per se but like they had the superhero movies that like were independent of each other but also like took place in the same like universe like say you watch like aquaman and they have like easter eggs of like batman and like they did in shazam or like the spider-man movies the new ones kind of did yeah maybe work less iron man okay yeah, I, I I could probably get on board with that, Joe. Joe, what do you think? Um, well, I, uh, I I really care about DC quite a bit, and I've I've been thinking about this like long before I even knew this the Snyder Cut was a thing. But I I always thought that if if they were like Joe, you are the smartest guy around, okay. We need you to come fix this the movies for us. I like this. What's your plan? I I would have said, all right, start with a flashpoint, uh, you know, a flashpoint movie, and this is where you get everything straight. You, if you want uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman, this is where you say, okay, now he's Batman, and now that the Snyder Cut is a thing, they can say, because of Flashpoint, that the Snyder Cut is now the canonical Justice League. And I know it's like, oh, but fans don't get it. You know what? I don't care. This is you are asking me what my opinion is. And then no, I, after, I agree with that. And yeah. after the flashpoint, I think that they should move into most largely solo movies. And like you guys said, like Shazam and just say, Hey, they're still in the same universe, but like they're just not seeing each other right now. And then once they start you know, giving some character development to each of their, um, each to each hero in their own movie, then maybe move into um, more Justice League movies, which I also have ideas for, but that that's for another day. I liked the Shazam approach where, um, you know, he had Superman show up at the end. They have like batarangs and like a bunch of references. Right. If you tone it up a little bit, I feel like that'd probably be ideal. Mm-hmm. I think I'd agree with you, Nick. All right. Well, it appears to be all the time we have for today. Wait, I'm sorry, but oh my before God. we end this, You're I have one more thing You're cutting off my outro? Say. Yeah, I, I have to, actually. <laughs> because you failed to bring up the quintessential Snyder movie that started it all. We're not talking about Watchmen right Watchmen. now. Watchmen. <laughs> All right, fine. All right, you happy? End your, pod- end your podcast. I'm going to end my podcast now. Thank you very much. All right, guys. So thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, this was a fun one to make. I do actually have some ideas for content and stuff the next couple weeks. I'm going to be rewatching Game of Thrones, like season by season. 
And as I get through a season, I'll do an episode, maybe with some other people that want to watch it with me, fellas. Um, uh, so I'll, I'm just trying to give some people something to listen to and a, a very unique show that maybe we can look at in a little bit different light with hindsight and everything. So as always, guys, the S3, that's not how I say my podcast. As always, the SQ podcast is you can find on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere else you can get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, guys.